Hello and welcome to Beer and Money, a financial fireside chat for professionals. We work to simplify your finances so you can enjoy your life. Now here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins. Hello everybody, welcome back to Beer and Money. I'm your host, Ryan Burklow. With me as always, my co-host, Alex Collins. Hey Ryan, good to see you buddy. Good seeing you. You know, we've had uh, quite a few people uh, respond to us in regards to our uh, question of the day, and it's exciting to engage with them, uh, our, our listeners, from that aspect. Um, we've gotten several emails that ask us questions of just different topics that we either haven't discussed or wondering what if different avenues that we actually pursue in, in our business. So sure. uh Wanted to start the podcast off with saying, "Hey, listeners, thanks for thanks for uh, engaging with us." Absolutely, it's uh, it's always nice to have the uh, the folks that are repeat listeners uh, engage with us and and uh, answer some questions and 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 whatnot. For for those folks of of you that are maybe new, uh, Beer and Money is a podcast designed around uh, just a fireside chat around beer uh, and money, and really just trying to gauge. Like okay, what uh, what should we be doing with our finances? It originally came from uh, a seminar series that you and I were putting on for a, a large uh, local employer, um, and we kept getting asked, "Hey, are you guys recording this? I want to listen to watch this later." Um, and uh, so we we kind of figured that people actually wanted to listen to us talk around finances, so we created uh, the Beer and Money podcast as a result. I think it's my soothing radio voice and not my sexy uh, facial expressions. <laughs> the, uh, the dulcet tones of, of Ryan Burklow. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> no, not, so, not what we're looking for there, no, buddy. <laughs> not at all. So let, let's jump into today's topic, right? So we've we've gotten this this question actually asked of us around you know, the, the market is is kind of going through its ups and downs right now. And the question is, should I be investing more into the market? Or to some of you have actually said, should I start investing uh, in the market right. now that it's actually started to go low? So maybe that's a great time to get involved. And what we thought we'd talk about today is let's chat about that. While there's no straight answer to your question, so I'm sorry if, you, if you're listening on whether or not we should say <laughs> yes or no to that question. Uh, it's impossible for us to say either either direction, but we would have you consider five different things. Uh, so there's five different considerations you should look at in your personal financial picture to see, okay, what is the most, like what is the best step for you in that question? Absolutely. And there's uh, I, so much of this depends upon circumstance and situation, right? I mean, if you're if you're a 20 something or a 30 something, then like the answer is almost certainly, yes, you should invest in the market. The question is when and to what extent um, if you're at or in retirement, should you invest in the market it becomes a much, much more difficult and challenging question. Um, and it's uh, a lot more involved. Yeah, so let's jump into the considerations here, Alex. So consideration number one that you should be asking yourself is, is my emergency fund fully stocked? Yeah, and when, like, when we've been asked this question by a bunch of folks, like, like one of the things that, that we've said is, well, I mean, let's, the, the rules haven't changed just because we're in the middle of a pandemic, 
like some of the basic rules of financial planning haven't changed. And if anything, they're more important now than they were you know, four months ago. And, you know, the first step, the first rule is making sure that you've got that you, you've like the first rule is making sure that your income is protected. The second rule is making sure that you've got your emergency reserves set up and, and stocked completely. And what we mean by that is having at least six months worth of emergency reserves set aside. Yeah, and, and we've done an entire episode on having cash and being able to leverage that and, and the liquidity concerns of that. And too often when people are asking us this question around investing, like literally the first question we ask is, what well, A, did you protect your income? And then number two, which is to our point around, is your emergency fund fully stocked? We ask them how much do they have sitting in savings? And they come back and it's it might be one month's worth. And right. so that's a concern because the market's going to go up and down. And if you need to pull money out at the wrong time, you just kind of blew up everything you were trying to do. So Yeah, completely. And it's one of those things where yeah, I'm, I may have misspoke a second ago. Like we we need like the goal is to have six months. We need to have three months before we can start doing anything. If we're at three months and we're we're now saying okay we've got extra dollars where can we put them like yes some of it goes to continue going to savings to build from three months to six months uh the rest of it can can go elsewhere and we can talk about where where it can go yeah it's all about having liquid access and it's sitting in savings we recommend at least three months sitting and three months worth of expenses sitting in savings or or your bank account right so moving to consideration number two, the question you should be asking yourself is, you know, is it going to be better to pay off your debts first? And, and this is the answer, a loaded question. <laughs> very much so. Uh, like the the first component to this is what uh, what's the interest rate on that debt? I mean, if you've got twenty percent credit cards, like yeah, it might it like almost certainly would be better to pay off the the credit card than to invest in the stock market. Yeah. There isn't a one-size-fits-all to, to really any of these considerations. However, something that we always talk about is, look, if you've got, you know, imagine having a a, a loan and it's at, and I'm going to go like really low just for the, the example here, and the loan is 1%, right? The question you should ask yourself is, okay, if, I'm, if I, the loan is 1%, do I expect to get better than 1% where I'm putting my money rather than paying off the debt and how much of that, what risk profile am I taking on doing that? Oh, hundred percent. Right. And you just brought up the credit cards, right? 20%. What do you expect to beat? Do you expect to beat 20% and what risk profile do you have to have beating 20%? I think a lot of us are understanding that point is it would be difficult. Right. And, then and the risk would be very high. <laughs> Correct. You're, you're looking at, at massive amounts of risk and you're looking at, at a high hurdle. Um, you know, and if uh, if you're looking at paying off debt at the, uh, excuse me, paying off debt, getting the same rate of return isn't as your expected investment. Okay, well, one of them is going to have risk and the other one isn't. So why would we choose the one that has risk? Yeah, and it, again, take into consideration number one as well, going back to the emergency fund, right? Like emergency right. fund debts, like put that into perspective for your, your personal financial world. What, how does that sit with, with you? Absolutely. All of these concepts get stacked together to create a comprehensive picture. 
So consideration number three, and this is this is actually a bigger one, I think. Um, mm -hmm. Then it's funny as I was as we were talking about you know what what these considerations would be. This one just hit me live here in terms of like this could change everything of all these considerations, and it's it's am I, are you rushing into this? Am I rushing into investing more in the market during these times? And the answer could be yes, it could be no. It depends on what you've established personally in, in, in the financial world. It, it depends on what we have sitting in cash, right? So while the market goes down, yeah, it's like the behavior aspect of us like, oh, this is a great time to get in because now I can get an opportunity of a rate of return because the market's down. Maybe. And right. like the question becomes at what cost? Like, like are we prepared um, for any of the other things to occur. Um, and like so often, like when we start unpacking this stuff, like have we fully thought through the decision? Are we rushing into it because we see uh, the potential for there to be a great opportunity? Or are we actually prepared? Have we been thinking about doing this and we're just looking at this as an opportunity? Um, are, are, you know, if the market were to move one way or the other, um, what would, how would we feel? Like, are we, are we ready to see the market spike? Would that make us not want to invest? Would that make us want to pull our money? Now, one of the things that we need to talk about here is, is the difference between investing and speculating. Investing is doing it systematically over a long period of time, whereas speculating is like almost more day trading of getting into and getting out of the market. Uh, and that the, the, those two things are dramatically different and that they need to be acknowledged as such. Yeah, and speculating, again, I'll, I'll go back to my original statement. This is a behavior concern more than anything else because rushing into it, going into mm -hmm. it, to it too quickly, is that your behavior having you do that? And oftentimes the answer to that is yes. Have you looked at your full financial picture and taken a systematic approach to it? Or is it just like, oh, crap, this sounds like a great idea. Let's do this. Yeah, well, and, I mean, so much of it there, Ryan, is like, generally speaking, when you rush, do you make good decisions or bad decisions? Mm. You and I will take that offline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not patient. So, and to be fair, that's an issue. So, behavior. I, that wasn't a knock on you. No, was, no, uh, I was knocking myself. So, we're good. <laughs> it, it's, it's one of the... The difference is, is most of the time, like you actually have thought through a good portion of it, um, and you've done your homework ahead of time. You, you make decisions quickly, but you've already you've done a lot of the research and the homework ahead of time before you make the decision. There's other times when people will, like, not have done their research and they're just looking to make a quick decision. Um, and and all of this falls into the next category, which is. You know, are you emotionally prepared to see your money drop? Like, yeah. Like when rushing, like imagine rushing into it and then not thinking about the fact that, oh, I still might lose money. And when your money goes down, then what? Are you going to rush to another decision of getting back out of the market? Right. Um, we almost need, again, it, it, if we're, are we investing or are we speculating? Um, and like what uh, we need to have some forethought as far as, what is our exit plan like what are we trying to do with this and 
how do we go about it? So there, there is a way to, like, like we're talking about speculation as though it's a, a horrible thing. It, it's not necessarily a horrible thing. We just need to understand the difference between investing and speculating. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a theme throughout all of these questions, and, and the theme is how have you prepared or planned, right? Right. That, that's across the board for all of this. So oftentimes, you know, you when we get this question, it's the reason we go back and ask you a bunch of questions of, do you have an emergency fund? Do you have this? Do you have that? Like, if you've done that planning work, then this is an easy answer, right? Because you've done the planning work, so you know, you, you know, it, is this a behavior decision, right? You know if it's a yes or a no, rather than sitting down and, and going through these different questions. Number five. Yeah. Am I still following the normal investment procedures? And, and that's just, I mean, this to me feels like it's more of a culmination of the first four and, and just like, hey, are we going through this as normal? Or is there something where like we're, we're doing something differently? And if we're doing something differently, why? Like what caused it to be different? Um, you know, some of the, uh, uh, some of the famous, one of the most famous phrases in Wall Street is uh, the quote that it, the most expensive words are, it's different this time. Mm -hmm. um, I've heard that phrase used an absolute ton uh, over the years, over my entire career. Um, and it, it's usually in response to, it, well, it's in response to some act, something that has, has occurred. Um, it could be like, oh, it's different this time. It's just going to keep going up or it's different this time. It's just going to keep going down. Like, no, most of the time with the market, like it will go both directions. It will go up. It will go down. And we have to understand what normal market behavior is. Um, and, and while this is new and different and we, we haven't seen this before, you can say that about just about every single year prior. Like there's always something that's new and different. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, and something's gonna change next year or the year after that or some other point. Like there's always gonna be change, right? And we've all adapted, right? Like you and I did a webinar about this, adapting to <laughs> uh, the change. And as Americans, we've done a really good job. Like. You know, you told the story around, like, look at the last hundred years and what we've gone through. Right. Right. And if you take back and you look at that, that aspect, like look back a hundred years and what this country has gone through and what Americans have gone through, we've adapted and we continue to thrive. So that's key. Nothing, right. no plan, no plan that we've ever put in place for a client was exactly the plan that we laid out for them in meeting one compared to 25 years down the road. <laughs> Absolutely. So many things can change. Well, they, it, yeah, and it's just, and, and to think that we're not gonna have to change and adapt is is just silly. Um, like the world is constantly changing and as a result, we have to make corrections to, to what we're doing all the time. Now, that doesn't mean that we need to uh, change the rules. The, the rules are gonna stay constant or at least stay fairly constant. Um, and it's just a matter of like, okay, how do we adapt our, our tactics to 
a our current situation and b the world around us to you know help understand okay what are the ways that we can go ahead and you know invest in the market or what are the different financial planning concepts that we need to to make sure that we're addressing and we brought up a few of them today just a, just a couple so <laughs> we're hoping the takeaway is these five considerations you should be looking at if you're asking yourself this question like should i be investing more into the market Take, take away those five considerations and see, okay, how does that pertain to me and analyze it and you can make a decision based off those those five considerations or talk to your financial um, professional in your life to to have that conversation with them. And anytime you make a decision, it, it it's around talking with experts and professionals in those different arenas to help you with that decision so that you can play the long game, not the short game. Right. So uh, if you haven't yet, make sure to check us out at beerandmoney.net and you can uh, engage with us there uh, with either questions for us or the answer uh, to our question of the day, Mr. Collins. Is now the right time for you to be investing in the market? So head to beerandmoney.net at the bottom of that page, you'll see a way to uh, send us a answer to that question and put in the subject line question of the day. And as always, Mr. Collins, cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note the individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only and coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their friends are not affiliated with or endorsed by Cabinet Securities Guardian or quantified financial partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and minimum value. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors at Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 333 Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities. Member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a fully owned subsidiary of Guardian. Bonafide Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. September 2020, 104-479, expiration June 2022.